Welcome inside the lab at Formula 4 Media. I am here in uh, downtown Boston with Susie McCabe, the Senior Vice President of Global Retail for Under Armour. And uh, today, the Under Armour is celebrating the uh, grand opening of their Under Armour Boston brand house um, here at the Prudential Center in Boston. Uh, welcome, Susie. Uh, tell me a little bit about the store. So we are so excited to be opening this store in early November, right before the holiday season. But the store is 19,000 square feet. We've got about 8,000 on the ground floor and 11,000 upstairs. Uh, we have an amazing, amazing street front view of five digital billboards and ultimately it's the best of both worlds incredible street view as well as a dominant dominant location and we think you know the best mall in in the city uh, Prudential Center is really the epicenter of, of the city when you go into the store we're offering men's women's youth footwear apparel and equipment we feature uh, digital activations. We've got an amazing digital billboard that goes essentially over the staircase. It's 24 by 24, so incredible. We've got two footwear locations throughout the store. We have a, a an experiential uh, OptiJump, which is where kids can test out their um, their speed, power, and reaction time and get scores and, and keep track. So we're really proud of the store and are so excited about entering the Boston market. And you'll obviously be here at the uh, it's near the end of finish of the Boston Marathon. You'll be here in exactly. April. You'll have about four or five months under your belt and uh, maybe yeah. six months. And exactly. So based on that, we've got an, uh, an incredible run section in, in the store. We're, you know, excited to be at the, at the end where the finish line is and know that it's a huge opportunity for us in a really vibrant run community. Can you talk a little bit about Under Armour's overall uh, premier uh, retail strategy in terms of the, 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 how many shops you have in domestically and in worldwide and how many of these top end shops? I know you opened in Chicago, I guess 30,000 square feet back in March of 2015. Sure, sure. So from a retail perspective, you know, we're really all about a tiered strategy from a retail perspective. We will not be opening all flagships. We need to have a balanced portfolio. I, I think the other thing to note is ultimately these stores play a role in the greater distribution strategy. We have significant and important wholesale accounts and wholesale businesses and so our strategy is really thinking about a market thinking about the opportunity and understanding where should we be, where is it important for us to have a store, where is it important for us to have a physical landmark where we can do business and really connect with consumers. So it's really going through and looking at what the business model is in each geography, what the market appetite is from a, a store perspective, and then we go through and, and determine, well, what size of store? How big of a store? Is this a global flagship? Is this a regional flagship opportunity? Or is it is it a, a, a brand house full price store opportunity. So we really go through and look at that. You know, from a store count perspective, we're on track to, to add about 200 stores throughout the course of this year. So we're very excited 20, about that. 2016. 2016. Okay. That's a, a global number. And, you know, we're in a place where we've got significant opportunity outside North America. You know, we've, we clearly have an opportunity to drive uh, market share capture through our, our retail stores. And and are excited about the fact that you know we're entering into these markets knowing that the e-commerce business is alive and, and well but that we've got opportunity to really have a brick-and-mortar presence but we're not going to get to a place where we've got 12,000 locations in a given marketplace because we don't need to we have different opportunities right. to, to really capture the consumer
consumer. And, and what about, I noticed in this store, you talk, there's two separate footwear, totally separate footwear departments. Yeah. Tell me about the strategy behind that. And is that actually going to help drive uh, consumers to understand that, you know, the Under Armour is a full-service footwear brand? We hope so. I mean, we're really, we're, we're trying something in, in this store and in a number of stores right now to really say, here's our greatest hits wall. These are the, these are the you know, six to eight shoes, depending on the size of the store, that we really want to feature for you. And that if, the, if you buy, you know, one um, running shoe right now, it's the Bandit 2. If you buy a training shoe, it's the new AMP training shoe that we've launched. So that we really are getting in front of the consumer with a curated assortment of our best shoes and the ones we're standing behind. You know, we've got men's and women's in the wall. We've got, you know, performance and uh, fashion in, in the wall. And then you go upstairs and we've got an entire footwear section there that is, you know, full service and ultimately the full array of shoes. And that's organized by end use. So, you know, we're not saying one specific shoe. We're saying these are the shoes that we have in training. These are the shoes that we have in running. These are the shoes that we have from a basketball perspective. So, you know, clearly we have the Curry 3. You know, we ultimately have our Gemini running shoe, etc. So, you know, we think it's really important to have presence for footwear on both floors incredibly important to make sure that our best shoes are featured on our mannequins throughout the store. But people need to know that we are serious about footwear and we are making incredible strides and we want to show them the amazing shoes that we make now. And I was going to say, one thing that strikes me about the store, looking at it here as you're here to open, is that it's a fitness family friendly. It's not, doesn't, it doesn't strike you as a men's only store or a women's no. only store. They really have product and something for everyone in the family. Absolutely. I think, you know, one of the things that you find is when you pick a location like this, in a city like Boston, you're going to get local consumers and you're going to get tourists. So we fully expect that full families are coming to shop here and, and no one wants to feel left out. And so for us, we have always had, you know, a full men's, women's, youth business. Now we've got, you know, the full complement of both equipment and, and footwear. And so there is something for absolutely everybody and, and there's something for every activity that you do for the most part. Okay, two last questions today, if I may, Susie. First, obviously there's been a a lot of um, interesting things going on with retail in the sporting goods sector in, in 2016. And I wonder if you think at this time uh, in late 2016, as we head into 2017 with a new president of the United States and such, that uh, it's more crucial upon the major brands to have these stores and present their full brands to, to actually help their wholesale partners in driving uh, the consumers to the products. Obviously, since there are fewer wholesale partners out there now than there were, say, 12 months ago. Yeah. I'm a firm believer that, that, you know, Kevin's talked about us making retail as a core competency, and I'm a firm, firm believer that if we get better at, at you know, um, being retailers for our brand, we will help our wholesalers be better as well. I think every one of us that owns brick-and-mortar stores is really thinking through what's going to be the, the driver of bringing people into our stores. What are the experiences? What's the product? How am I creating newness and energy in, in stores? So I think the more we have to think about it in our own stores, the better partners we can be for our wholesalers as far as bringing our brand to life in these brick and mortar locations. The last question today, Susie, for you is just, I want to talk a little bit about the Big Apple. You have a store there now, and I know I think you mentioned on the tour, uh, there's going to be a pop-up store at the holidays, but certainly there was a much reported about the FAL Schwartz space that your brand beat out another brand for. Exactly. Can you tell me a little bit about when that's going to come on, on board and what, what's the plan for Under Armour in the, in, the, in the Big Apple this holiday? Sure. So, 
you know, we're incredibly excited to have secured the the former FAO Schwartz location. I think it's great to be talking about it here because that landlord is Boston Properties as well. So we will have two locations with them, this one and and that one. And the store is going to come on board in 2019. So it's a it's a ways out. So nothing this holiday for for that relative to New York. But I mean, we firmly believe that is you know, an iconic location for an iconic brand. And, you know, there is so much that goes on in that area. You've got Central Park at your footstep. You've got great neighbors in Cartier, in Apple, in Bergdorf. And, you know, you're right at the top of the Gold Coast from a uh, from a retail perspective where $4 billion is done in retail sales and, and a billion is on that corner. So we are, A, hoping to add to that. B, tap into the massive amounts of traffic that, that go there. And, you know, that there, I think there's 14 thousand hotel rooms right around there. I mean, it's an incredible, incredible opportunity with Central Park as your playground, dominant location, you know, and New York is just a really special, special place from a retail perspective. And I would say, you know, New York and London are are number one and two in the world relative to retail experiences. So we're thrilled to have have gotten the location. Well, well, thanks very much, Susie. Uh, I've been speaking with Susie McCabe, the Senior Vice President of Global Retail for Undamer here at the Grand Open of the Under Armour Brand House at the Prudential Center in Boston. This is Bob McGee inside the lab at Full Meal 4 Media.